The Supreme Report with attorney Tom Winslow on the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. Brought to you by Winslow Law. Talk 94.5. What you want? Tom, I missed you. I missed you too, girl. I haven't seen you. I forgot what you look like. <laughs> what do you think of my Nick, new co-host? Nick, Nick, how about you, man? <laughs> Oh, I remember. Was he good to you? Yeah, she's still better looking than you are, Nick. It's all right. <laughs> I get that a lot. And that's okay, coming from people like you. Especially people like me, right? Uh, <laughs> that's so all right. You're better looking than me. It's okay. Did he treat you right while I was gone? <laughs> no, he never does, you know? He just ignores me. <laughs> you know, he just makes me sit here. He just won't stop talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom, I don't no, want to... No, why don't you tell the truth? Oh, really? She gave me homework? Oh, no. I gave, her the stack. I gave him true. the stack you gave that's me. True. I walk in and there's my homework. That I felt like I was so back in school. Funny. There goes his 20 years of school. There's <laughs> PTSD. <laughs> well, he, well, he came with his own stack, so I'll, I'll, I'll I, let him start I always come prepared. <laughs> what do you think of the most important uh, state or um, federal Supreme Court cases we need to be paying attention to, Mr. Tom Winslow? Okay, I was telling Nick, this is like a great time of year to be a nerd, right? Oh, because yeah. this is when the a Supreme Court... The law nerd, right? The Supreme Court's getting back in session. They're starting to hear cases... Decisions haven't come out yet, so you can start guessing, right? It's like betting odds on the Supreme Court, what they're going to return. It's such great information. But here's one that's just completely kind of off the rails a little bit. All right. Um, It's not South Carolina. It's not federal. But but we're looking at the Minnesota Supreme Court. Okay. Right. So I just kind of went crazy, right? I just went, "Ah, let's pull it. Because right now, the Minnesota Supreme Court is actually having a case in front of them to determine if Trump should be taken off their ballots in Minnesota. Right? And so you got this going on in Colorado and a couple Mm -hmm. other states as well. So Minnesota has that case ongoing right now, and the chief justice of that court, uh, let's see here, Natalie Hudson, questioned the petitioner, who is, of course, the person petitioning, right? The petitioner is the person petitioning mm-hmm. to have him removed. And so they're saying, should, do we even have the power? Do the states have the power to remove someone from a federal office, right? Does that make sense? Can we take someone off a federal ballot if we're a state? It's kind of the role of you know state and federal government. So it's kind of... a Again, a kind of an interesting question because it sets the tone for the rest of the country. Yeah. Right. So this is the first one. There's been a lot of talk about. It. This is the first like one. Inter- it, it seems like interference to elections to me. Yeah. I mean, well, and that's what a lot of people are going to say, right? One side's going to say he disqualified himself because of his conduct, supposedly his conduct, mm-hmm. which is you know ongoing research and you know they're, they're trying all that stuff from January 6. The other side is saying you know let the voters decide. Why are you trying to take him off the ballots? And again. It's such an interesting case because, to me, this is all about state rights. Now, it's not about what does the state have the right to do in this case. It's what does the state not have the right to do mm-hmm. in this case. Yeah. And so it's almost the antithesis of the Mississippi uh, and Jackson case, which was the abortion case, where the Supreme Court said that is a state right to make that decision. It's not in the Constitution. That's mm-hmm. a state right. Well, this is a federal ballot. Does a state have the right to interfere with a federal ballot? Right. If it's a governor or a state senator – Obviously, it might be completely different because that's right. within kind of, we call that jurisdiction, right? Within their territorial bounds, what they're allowed to do. But this is this has federal implications. So the state had the right to do it. The, the, I will say this: the question was put out there. Obviously, there's not been a, an answer returned yet. The, they just had this hearing. Let's see here, November second. So they just had this hearing November second. I'm sure they're going to take their time with it because at the end of the day, it's going to be appealed, you know, left, right, and every which way, and it's going to have huge implications. Throughout the country. I mean, mm-hmm. it's going to have huge implications throughout yeah. the country. So it's such an interesting case, especially considering there's like five more Can people still more write in? A name? Yes. They can still write them in, but you know how that goes. That's right. Well, you know, yeah. and that's 
we all know how that goes. That's that's mm-hmm. the issue, right? It's if you're not on the ballot, it's hard for people to get enough yeah. votes. But on top of that, if you've already been disqualified from the ballot, it would be interesting to see how they would handle a write-in situation if you did win the ballot, right? So that's interesting. That's a whole nother I know, part, right? Such an interesting that situation. is a whole nother part because then they can say, well, he was disqualified, so, so you can't write him in, so we can't. But look what at power him. does the state have to disqualify a federal candidate, mm. right? Like, I mean, yeah. it's such a. I'm sorry, you're but disqualified you be, from being president, and vice be president. Convicted. Yeah, and that's right. What, you can be, there's nothing. It sounds crazy, but you can be convicted, and he can serve from jail. Right. Right. It sounds crazy, right? But the it, but state election, you can't. Right. Uh, in South Carolina, you cannot run for a state position if you are convicted of a felony. Right. Right. So it's such an interesting. It's position. different. It's mm-hmm. such an interesting situation. Yeah. You know, all different qualifications, everything's going on. All right. Let's see here. Let's go. Let's come back to South Carolina. Found this one. Just kind of a throw this out there. The attorneys for Alex Murdaugh have asked the South Carolina Supreme Court to remove the judge handling the case. And that's really all the article said. That's all I pulled out. And mm-hmm. so they're, they're wanting to remove Judge Newman, who was the one, of course, that heard the entire criminal trial. Now, obviously, there's some kind of uh, request for a new trial. We've heard that based upon what they are deeming to be jury nullification, where the clerk of court went there and spoke to the jury. Mm-hmm. And so they're saying the judge was involved in the case at that time, so the judge should be removed, and they need a new judge appointed to the case. Again, it's just literally like a sentence in this article, but it's quite an interesting situation because the Murdoch situation is just not going to end. It's just ongoing. I feel like he needs something to do while he's sitting in jail besides reading his love letters. So they're just going to keep on doing this. They're going to keep on spending the money until it's gone. I just feel like that's what they're they're doing well, and he might be trying to avoid the death penalty because South Carolina has ah. lethal has finally has lethal injection drugs, and they're ready to resume after twelve years. It's been twelve years. Wow. They're ready to resume uh, the lethal injections because the court basically has slowed down the electric chair, which is still available, and the firing squad, which is still available. But they're saying those might be you know a little bit too rough. So they got the drugs in now. The Supreme Court of South Carolina wants more information before restarting the executions. It's only been twelve years. <laughs> They were doing them before. What's, what's the additional information? They were doing they them need? before. <laughs> they is this the, the same? Is the are these the same drugs? Do you know? Yeah, I think I think so. I mean, it doesn't tell they me exactly which drugs they are. They were able to obtain the same drugs. Yeah, it doesn't tell me exactly which drugs they are, but uh, it says they were able to obtain the drugs. Uh, yeah, here we go. Um, let's, let's see here: a, a sedative, pentobarbital, and then some kind of method of injection from three other drugs that are unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. The South Carolina has the drugs. They're ready to resume, but the Supreme Court wants to stop it and get more information on them. Uh, unfortunately, like I said, this might just be a stall tactic, if you think about it, right? Of course. At <laughs> the end of the day, they were doing them before this, 12 right. years they've had, mm-hmm. where they've not done a single death penalty. And I think, hasn't there been someone on death row that said, just give me the firing squad? Yeah, someone has. They've said, give me the firing squad. And you, got the, and you got the electric chair also. Yeah. Who would want that, though? And they're calling, yeah, I say, and that's the Supreme Court has said those might be considered cruel and unusual, even though we did the electric chair for 50 years, 60 yeah. years before. But, uh, so now we're back to the drugs, but the drugs, they want to do some more research on them and learn more information about them. Okay. So, so maybe he's just trying to stall for time before that happens to him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Interesting. All right, let's go to the U.S. Supreme Court. Like I said, all kinds of stuff. And by You're the gonna... way, I just want yeah. to say this. What? I don't think people who are on death row that have been sentenced to death should have a choice. Yeah. you know, Or it's... should have a last meal. Death because row is such the a... person they killed didn't. Yeah, it's such an interesting topic, right? It's almost the concept of you're not going to respect someone else's life. Why should we respect your life? Yeah. Kind of concept. To me, it's also the concept of uh, every life has value to it. 
mm-hmm. right? And so you just like just like we argue for you know abortion that every child has value. Yeah, you know every adult has value as well. And so it's such an interesting paradox when you well, look at it. I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. I'm like not really for the death penalty I'm not either. either. I'm not... I mean, I see, I I can see a lot of people that deserve it. Mm-hmm. I'm on record as being for the death penalty, know, just so you know. Yeah, good. I, I love the I love the discussion. Yeah, exactly. I just, right? I just feel like we can get it wrong. Mm-hmm. And I don't have the right to decide. Oh yeah, we hundreds that can get it wrong, and yeah. God is the one that judges, right? So that's how I feel. And yeah, so you know, if, if I'm gonna say that. we shouldn't kill children, I don't know if we should be allowed to kill adults either. But yes. as of this point right now, I stand for the justice system. Yes, and the justice system allows it. So I'm not gonna be opposed to it if that should come out right. and that should change. But at the same time, the families, right, the victims' families, demand justice as well. And I think a lot of them have expressed that. It doesn't give them any sort of closure no, once that person's dead. A lot of them actually come out and say it's, it's even more traumatizing to see that mm. death, right? Because a lot yeah. of them come and they see That's it. That's true. Yeah, so you know, part of me, if I was if I was governor, I would say, look, you know, we've got these sentences down. Let's carry them out, but maybe there needs to be some kind of, you know, some kind of clemency where it's reduced down to a life sentence. Mm-hmm. You know, going into the future. Yeah. But the current ones, let's give the justice that was demanded by the judge and the jury. But that's not for me to decide because I'm here on the radio. Right now, not, the law's the law. Not the in the governor's chair, right? Yeah. I'm not the Supreme Court. Yep. All right, let's move on up to the federal uh, level. The U.S. Supreme Court has decided that they're going to take up a case regarding the federal ban on gun bump stocks. If y'all remember, that came out yes. a couple years ago, and the Supreme Court has decided they're going to take up a case. That was from the Las Vegas shooting, That's right? right. That's where that started, correct. Uh, and that was actually under Donald Trump when that came out. Mm-hmm. They're going to take up the, the federal ban on that, and so they're going to make that decision hopefully this year, in regard to whether or not the ATF has the right to regulate. Right, keep that in mind. All they're doing is regulating. There's not a law. There's not a case. It's just a regulation that says you cannot have these anymore. Okay. So they're not going to take them away. That's right. And so um, the stance is taken, let's see, it took effect in 2019. And mm-hmm. so they're going to take that up. They're going to look at that. And they're going to make that decision whether or not that the ATF is allowed to make that regulation or if that's our infringement on the right to bear arms. Right. Yeah. So that's coming up. Again, I love, like I said, this is why the nerd comes out, right? Because all these possibilities are out there. So you put that out there and you go, what's going to happen? Is that if the right to have a bump mm-hmm. stock, does that stop you from having the right to bear arm? Is it a component of that? And it's interesting, right? So if I, it's not a required, you know, you don't have to have that for, for a weapon. It's not like saying I'm going to take away the um, ammunition, right? Because if you take away the ammunition, then what good is the, the weapon? Mm-hmm. We take Some away the bump people stock, said it was weapon. because of people who are disabled. That's like the same thing as the, stabil- the stabilizer. That some people need That's that. That's interesting, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, so that might be a situation where there's exceptions made because it does for certain people. Maybe for certain people, it does take away mm-hmm. their, ability their ability to have a weapon. Yeah. Right? And so that, that's quite the interesting component when you think about that. Mm-hmm. All right. I thought this one was really interesting, too. What do you got? Right, right, like, why would I not think this is interesting? <laughs> the Allentown Symphony, right? The, okay. The, the symphony in yeah. Pennsylvania. A musician was forced to pay union dues. This, this, the, the union for the symphony yes. <laughs> was forcing them to pay union dues, and he's asked the U.S. Supreme Court to hear a case on mandatory union dues. Right? I, I never Didn't thought. Did we settle this already? Well, and there was discussion about it, but the Supreme Court decided to hear the case. They decided to bring it back up, and so this longtime drummer with the symphony. Didn't want to pay the dues. Didn't want to be a part of the union for the symphony. Yeah. And they're forcing him to be a part of the union for the symphony and pay these dues. And he's bringing it back to the Supreme Court of the U.S. And said so the fact that the U.S. is – the Supreme Court's willing to They've hear agreed. it. This is going to be very interesting with the it. new dynamics. That's right. Exactly right. The fact that they're willing to hear it and revisit the topic, hmm, what's going to happen? 
right? So it's... <laughs> oh, no, this could be another but, Roe v. Wade moment. It could, right? But, I mean, like, I, who thought... A, I, I never would have thought a symphony... Would have a union. Or a drummer would have a But I guess music, music. Musicians. Uh, musicians. Like artists and the, singers. Like, you know. I'll, I'll give it to you. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say yes if you say yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything, uh, anything interesting on the Showtime Autoglass text line, Nikki? No, just no? happy to have them back on Every, the air. Everyone is bored. Everyone's bored. <laughs> no, no, there's but, just the usual comments about the death penalty. Uh, you know, yeah. some are for, some are against. Oh, One person yeah. said his wife had a great idea. We should bring back dungeons. Oh, there you Where go. No speaking to the prisoner. Ten by ten cell, dimly I lit. They... See, you I'm, get I'm, food and water, I'm, bread and water. Hold on. twice a day. That's it. Gang chain, you know, chain gangs, right? Let them, let them, yes. put them to work. Put them to work on the roads. I totally agree with put that. Put them to work on the roads. Only man. if it ends up like, oh brother, where art thou? Oh yeah, and they have then to, I'm fine. And they have to sing the whole time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Winslow, how can people reach you? Y'all feel free to reach out to Winslow Law eight four three three five seven nine three zero one WinslowLawyers dot com. All right, thank you. Thank you.